Hey guys, welcome to episode 10 of the No Bullshit Anxiety Talk Show. Today I'm speaking with Ronnie Marie, and we're going to be talking about how to hack your subconscious mind. Uh, most people struggle with the same issues over and over. If you're listening to this and you're struggling with anxiety, you know what I'm talking about. We're trying different solutions, but we're still repeating the same pattern. Renee, Rani, excuse me, she killed me for that, is a hypnotherapist, coach, and life strategist. Her passion is helping people create profound changes, move past previous limitations to get exactly what they want in life. By harnessing the power of the subconscious mind in hypnosis, she uncovers the re remedies and the real reason you're blocked so you can transform your life. Randy, welcome to the No Bullshit Anxiety Talk Show. Oh, thank you so much, Nikki. It's so great to be here. I'm super excited to talk about this incredible topic that affects so many people. Belief is one of the... Mm. It's so interesting to me. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think it's one of those things that, like a lot of people struggle with limiting belief as we know in the world and mm -hmm. and it's a hard thing to grasp and it, it's like i always say if you know belief is the greatest gift you can give someone just that belief yeah. to, to believe in themselves and, and and have the confidence to go after what it is they want in life so mm -hmm. maybe you could just talk about a little bit about what belief is and what it is you do and we'll take it from there yeah, sure, Nikki. So basically, our self-beliefs are really the foundation for our entire outside lives. You know, you hear bandied around in these self-help circles like, okay, change your thoughts and you can change your life, okay? And that is true, but how the hell do you change your thoughts? Because the thoughts are just a product of our self-beliefs. So, so for the work I do, I want to just like stay away from band-aid solutions and go straight to the real core of what's going on. And in so many cases, our self-belief system is what creates our thoughts and then our thoughts creates our actions. So it all stems from this um, foundation of self-belief. And specifically with regards to anxiety, if you look at humans from uh, an evolutionary perspective, the, the belief at the root there is I'm not safe right so someone who's struggling and they're trying to catch a hold of their thoughts they can just be like no everything's cool this interview is gonna be fine or no it's gonna be whatever happens I'm gonna make the right decision that's all well and good but to just try and retrain yourself at the thought level it's only really like um you know a little bit of a band-aid solution you've got to go to the core and as humans we evolutionarily believe that we're not safe this hyper vigilance is what kept us alive on the plains of africa millennia ago right mm -hmm. that's what that was an advantage that helped us to to evolve and that's why it's inherent in so many humans so by tackling that is how we can really make big changes in our life yeah that's really interesting. I, there was something you said there, and it just, I, I, I'm literally just coming from meeting a friend for coffee, and we were, we were talking about this, and um, he's, he's quite interested in, in the subject and the topic as well. And I was, you know, we were talking about panic attacks and, and how they affect us. And I was, I, like, I could still remember the last time I had a panic attack. It was like 
four or five years ago in five years ago probably in Canada I was out for a run and my belief system at that stage was that you know I was almost like thinking my way into a panic attack any kind Mm -hmm. of physical symptom I was here going I, mm-hmm. I would get tightness yeah, in my chest believe, and I'd be out for a run oh that's a heart attack wrong. and all of a sudden I'm just breaking down and I'm a nervous wreck and I'm sitting on the side of the, the road in Vancouver hoping nobody comes up to ask me if I'm okay because that will make things worse um, and that you know obviously there's some funky shit going wrong inside there but ultimately it's it's like I, my beliefs have become so skewed that I just thought like I was just every step I was trying to avoid personal landmines and destruction and mm-hmm. it didn't really work. So how do, how do you change your belief? Because that's what you specialize in, right? Yeah, exactly. So I think the key to changing your beliefs is to, to really get out of your head and into your heart or in another way to put it more scientifically out of the conscious mind and into the subconscious. So how you do that you can do it by a variety of means but for me i just do it via hypnosis there's other ways you know people are working with plant medicines like ayahuasca and psilocybin and other types of things that get you out of your head i tried that recently yeah yeah it's incredible stuff right and there's a lot to talk about on that topic too so just the method i use with my clients is is by hypnosis which means you're basically bypassing seeing the conscious mind, the thinking mind, the logic mind, the rational mind, and and going to the subconscious because no amount of rationalizing can defeat emotion. So if you're feeling worried and scared and anxious and frightened and panicked and, you know, about to have a breakdown, no amount of logic is going to talk you out of that, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm sure all listeners are listening to this just going yeah I can relate because no matter what someone says to you you're not going to feel better because that it's just on the logical sense it just can't defeat emotion yeah and even like just going back I think that's that's what I wanted to iterate on it like the last time I had a, a panic attack and probably the 50 panic attacks I had before that on an intellectual level I knew this was my own my mind out to, to fuck me but in the moment like you there's just no rationalizing it even though intellectually you know that this is like yeah you're all right this is a panic attack it's happened many times before um Mm -hmm. but it's still terrifying and it's it's really hard to to get a grasp of uh in that moment so so what is i think a lot of people there's a lot of misconceptions about hypnosis here and I, i i'm one of them I I saw a hypnotherapist before, and I think the reasons maybe it didn't. I'm not going to say I didn't get anything out of it, but there's there's a lot of. I think when you're trying to find something and you're searching for greater peace, there's a lot of mm-hmm. what I came up against is a lot of people that was saying like. You know, maybe a psychotherapist didn't work for me, so I'm going to go, all right, this hypnosis stuff sounds great. Now, I'm looking for a cure. I want to go back in time. Um, but there's a lot of people that have misconceptions about it, and then there's a lot of people that will just kind of throw their nose up and you go, oh, go on, waste your money. And I'm here like, 
you know, like that would really yeah. piss me off because I'm here going like, well, I'm trying, like, you know, my, I feel like I'm dying here every day. I'm just, I'm trying to figure some shit out and I don't care if I have to, you know, stick roses up my ass or so. I don't, don't know where that came from, but I'll try it, right? All sorts of exactly. weird shit happens, but don't like, don't squash my belief that it might actually happen. And that gives rise to more pressure because as well as going now, I'm also like, I'm, I'm wanting to prove these people wrong. And then I'm thinking, fuck, they're, I'm, I'm spending money on this, but it's not transforming my life quick as a flash. And I just, it all just messes with the whole process and you're fighting a losing battle. So uh, often yeah, well, a tangent there, but if you could just speak yeah. to exactly what hypnosis is. Sure. So hypnosis is just a scientific term for getting your conscious mind out of the fucking way. You know, like so many times we shoot ourselves in the foot when our minds just get, you know, carried away. And the way that you were describing that process a second ago is a classic example of when we start to overthink something, how that just snowballs and gets out of control. So hypnosis is really a state of focused attention. It feels very similar to meditation or yoga nidra or you know something many people do a little bit of yoga from time to time or meditation. I know a lot of people um, use that as a foundational um, practice for dealing with anxiety and other things that's going on in the modern world. So hypnosis is basically just focusing your attention out of getting out of your head and dropping down into the subconscious, which is the larger part of our mind. It's 80 to 90% of our capacity. And the conscious mind, which you and I are using right now to have this conversation, is the logic mind, the, the conscious mind, it's only 10%. Mm. So when we're trying to deal with these things like anxiety, depression, um, you know, relationship struggles, we're only using this measly 10% of our brain and hoping that we can retrain our patterns, go to the root of our, um, you know, our history with our parents and our upbringing. But really, that's not the right tool for the job. So hypnosis is just going much deeper and you just do that through focused attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just a gradual process of like deepening that awareness and and the mind just starts to get quieter and quieter and quieter. And then that's when you can do the real work. That's when you can remedy these limiting self-beliefs of, let's say, I'm not safe or um, I can't handle this situation or it's not OK for me to be outside with these people. So remedying each and every one of those limiting beliefs with the equal and opposite of that mm -hmm. on a belief belief level is what really does create amazing change in people's lives yeah and i see that i mean i i 100 believe we have to penetrate that subconscious mind it's you know all this surface level knowledge that we desperately try to acquire while searching this is why i think the personal development industry is so messed up and it probably screws a hell of a lot more people over than ironically than it helps but because we're just consuming 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 we're actually just polluting that 10 percent as you say of our conscious mind and nothing is nothing gets down to where the real work mm -hmm. needs to be done that's yes, really totally. interesting so how how do you how do you get in there so uh, you can do it via self-hypnosis 
So that's like listening to a recording from one of the many apps like Insight Timer, which is an amazing free app, I-N-S-I-G-H-T Timer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of really cool meditations and then also ones that, that do have the word self-hypnosis in there, but it doesn't really matter what the label is. Both types, whether it's meditation or self-hypnosis, it's in effect the same thing. It's bypassing this conscious mind, getting into the subconscious and really um, remedying those limiting beliefs that are getting in the way. And specifically, when we're talking about anxiety, it's about, it's about I am safe, I am enough, I can do this, I've got what it takes to get through this. So... Yeah, that's that's one way to do it. I, I do it with a lot of journaling myself personally, um, putting in that inner work, but not with the logic mind, but you, just dropping down deeper into the subconscious. So getting away from this thought level stuff and dropping down into the belief level stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, and there's a lot of apps out there for this. I, I, yeah, it's... yeah, there's a bunch. Yep. Headspace is um, a purely like a meditation training app, um, but that is a perfect I, example of getting out of the conscious mind and into the subconscious. There's not much on Headspace about the reprogramming and like the bolstering of these self beliefs, yeah. which are I think like more, you know, tailored towards healing and remedying a specific condition such as um, anxiety. But um, still, it's good training and that that's one way in which you can get out of your head. Okay. And and you said another app. We, we'll stick all these in the show notes, but Insight Timer, mm-hmm. is that more specifically? Insight Timer. Insight Timer have like thousands and thousands of meditations and a few hypno- self-hypnosis recordings on there too. And you can search by category, sleep, anxiety, stress, exams, you know, lots of different things. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of people struggle with sleep, especially, you know, if they're suffering from a mood disorder and just like overwhelmed with stress, sleep becomes the biggest burden and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So you could download the app inside timer and there's actually specific hypnosis that are going to induce a a deeper sleep and actually do some good work on your subconscious mind while you're sleeping. Exactly, exactly. And also YouTube have a bunch as well. Yeah. Okay, cool. And is that kind of, you know, that I, I can't help but think back to that. You, if you watch Friends, that episode where Chandler is one of the early series and Chandler, they, they're giving him a hypnosis to stop smoking. And um, it basically tells him he's a chick and he's like a beautiful chick and all that kind of stuff and it, he, start, yes, he starts acting like a, a chick and telling all the girls they're beautiful and he loves their blouses and things yeah. um yeah. obviously that's comedy but is that kind yeah. of like a dra- an exaggerated form of, of what oh, really is happening I think that that this type of thing, hypnosis in entertainment, is what perpetuates these kind of myths. Mm. And you know, if ever you've seen those stage performers where where they've got a big audience and then they'll pluck, let's say, ten people out and then they'll get them to do something funny. Yeah. They 
Um, they select their people based upon their susceptibility to hypnosis. So some people are really uh, easy to drop down into hypnosis. They'll like go down deep super fast. They're handpicking those people out of the audience. But not only that, they're also handpicking people who are um, who are exhibitionists, who like to put on a good show, who love making people laugh, and who are really extroverted and want to get up on stage and do something fun yeah. and, and cool. Like that would not, you could not get an introvert, even one who is highly hypnotizable to do that kind of thing because it goes against their nature. So that's the myth. That's the biggest myth is that in hypnosis, you will do something that you wouldn't normally do. And that's, that's simply not true. You're still aligned with your own values and what you would normally do in a normal life. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, but is it a different type of hypnosis when they're doing that stuff on stage? No, it's actually the same. So what that is, is um, still bypassing the conscious mind and going deep into the subconscious. So, okay, this is a really interesting point to note, Nikki. Your subconscious mind does not know the difference between if something is true or if something is not true. So for example, if I lay in bed and I'm trying to sleep and I'm imagining what's going to happen next week because I think my, my boss is going to give me the sack and, and I'm going to be out of a job and I lay there imagining it, I feel my heart rate start to increase, my palms get sweaty and I start stressing out. In that moment, your body and your subconscious is like is is creating that sensation as if it were happening so the subconscious doesn't know that you're just making that happen with your own thoughts or if that were truly happening let's say in real time when you're sitting there getting fired mm. you know what i mean so my message here is very simple be careful what you tell yourself because your subconscious mind will will believe it hook line and sinker that's you know? why language so is so important like yes. If you tell yourself, oh my God, I'm so shit at finances, then you know you believe that. If you tell yourself, oh my God, I don't think I can face these people at the party, what are they gonna say about me? Then that also becomes true. Whatever you say, your subconscious mind will believe it. Because mm -hmm. it's the conscious mind that has that mechanism of like, of, of calling bullshit on stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So once we get that conscious mind out of the way, your subconscious will believe anything. And that is how people then do something like, you know, dance like a chicken or, you know, in the case of Chandler, act like a girl, those types of, of things, right? So your subconscious is really powerful. It's like a sponge. It's ready to soak up whatever you tell it. And if you tell yourself, I can't handle that situation, I'm not born for this world, I need to hide away, then that's what you are going to believe. Yeah, and, and that makes a lot of sense. I know like the power of language and the power of self-talk and you know, sometimes mm -hmm. we even have to be careful. I use self-deprecating humor quite a lot and that's something yes. I need to look out for. But yeah. um, what are some ways that we can, you know, besides saying I'm awesome, I'm going to do this, right? Because again, it, it comes down to what your belief and if you're like, you could yeah. say it, but you don't really believe it. Like you could say, okay. I, I'm going to rock this presentation, but really you're, you're trying okay. not to take a shit in your pants and you're like fully yeah. convinced you're going to have a panic attack. So you're like, oh, but I'm really excited. I know, I know there is some sort of placebo action with that. 
but if you've got like crippling anxiety or or you have a history of panic attacks and yeah you have no control over them at this point in your life i know power posing and other things are but what kind of techniques would you bring in there to help them sure. mm -hmm. so i hear what you're saying and i think that old method of okay you're walking in you're you're about to pull your pants you're like okay but fine i can do it i'm gonna rock it this presentation is gonna be awesome that is this old you know belief from the past let's say 10 years ago it's a bit outdated now of like fake it till you make it mm. right so that is just you with your conscious mind trying to convince yourself otherwise of something that you do believe to be true you at that point you believe i'm not good enough but you're just trying to talk yourself around with your thoughts that's once again what i'm talking about this mid-level solutioning right so my approach and and why I, I you know have amazing success with the people that i work with and also i do this inner work my own self is to take it from that thought level where you're faking it till you make it and you're bringing it down deeper to a belief level so even if I might be freaking out on the surface, not sure if I can do that. I then just pause for a quick second. There's a little eye roll technique that, that I'll tell you about in a second, All right. which drops you down this to this deeper state. And even if I don't do the eye roll, I just drop down to, a, to my core level for a second and just tap into what I truly do believe about myself and that, you know, I can do it. So then I'm more like, connected with my own truth rather than you know the bullshit talk of my head you know which is like oh you can't do it blah, 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 back and forth mm. you know shit talking you down so dropping down to the belief level and working on that and it but nikki it's not just in those moments where you're walking in the door and you have to perform it's about an everyday practice where you're yeah. where you are um you know really focusing down on your on your core and I saw a quote by Abraham Lincoln the other day. I posted it on my Instagram, which is Rani underscore Marie, M-A-R-E-E, -E, if anyone wants to check it out. And the quote, yeah, the quote from, from um, Abraham Lincoln was, if you give me four hours to, to chop down a tree, I'm going to spend the first three and a half sharpening my axe. Yeah. Right? And so that's the same with this deeper belief type work, Nikki, like sitting down with your journal and like, embodying this person that you want to be sitting down with your journal and affirming to yourself on a belief level that you actually do have what it takes to get through the day you do have what it takes to get up out of bed if that's your challenge that you you don't want you know you're paralyzed and and stuck and in the house and can't get out in the real world whatever it is that anyone is facing by just giving yourself the the belief that you can actually do it you can have what you want and making this a daily practice for like 20 minutes a day I, I don't do it on the weekends normally because I have kids and we're busy but Monday to Friday I am definitely investing in myself first before I do the other stuff like inner is more important than the outer that mm. everything on the outer will fall into place if you do the fucking work on the inside yeah that's so true and repetition is obviously massively important i think another we all well not all i'm not like i certainly fall victim to it and you know people have different levels of discipline but i think one of the the biggest problems with anybody that's just 
just not happy within themselves or where their life is at or if they're experiencing mm -hmm. anxiety or any particular strong negative emotion on a regular basis that it's actually making their life crap is is you know they fall victim to complacency if they mm -hmm. so you might hear you they might hear you talking about this and on an intellectual level it all sounds great and it does you're going to change the way you believe ultimately that's the end goal if you put in the work and repeat the process time and again and don't become complacent or don't expect miracles within a couple of days because mm -hmm. you've seen some dude up on stage who you know sure. running around like a chicken yeah. Um, how, how long is because repetition and um, obviously it is it is we're, we're talking about something that is a lifestyle change it is essentially an aspect of self-care and self-care mm -hmm. is not something we should give up on when things start to feel better which unfortunately a lot of us do um how long kind of did you start to see results because we were talking about a, a placebo were we when we had a chat beforehand no that was a audiobook yeah. i'm listening to yeah we did we did briefly speak about that but so to answer your question of how long does it take to to come around for me for me i can change my state quite easily and that is the key if you look at people like tony robbins or or other people people that you admire and that they're doing well in their lives quite often one thing that they share is their own ability to change their state um so that is like a muscle once you start to practice that and and work that muscle it gets stronger and stronger and you can do it faster so even a couple of days this week i woke up like feeling super anxious and filled with self-doubt and you know um, not sure if I if I had what it took to make the right decisions because I'm facing like quite a lot of um, big um, decisions right now I'm kind of at a bit of a crossroads in terms of where we're going to be situated blah 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 so for two mornings I woke up like oh my god what am I going to do and I started freaking out and my my fuse was really short I then just stopped what I was doing and I'm like okay get straight into the inner work and I sat down and I journaled but it's not like oh I'm feeling this and I'm feeling that not that type of journaling it's mm. this inner work type it's reprogramming your subconscious belief type um, inner work that I do and so I just dropped down to a deeper level and I'm affirming I absolutely do have what it takes to make the right choice here. I always know how to listen to my instincts. So whatever my fears were, I kind of addressed each one on a belief level by tapping down into this primal level of knowingness, of truth about myself that I do know is really there. The, the shit talk that I can't do it and stuff like that, that's just programming, that's just your head. So to, to get into that, how does it, how does how, how does that journaling look? Like like you you do the eye flushing thing and then drop into your subconscious and then yeah. you're you're addressing the negative beliefs that are coming up in your life at the moment and just writing exactly. out like why it's bullshit. Exactly. Exactly. So um, I should have brought my journal over. I could have read out some examples, but I can go grab it in a sec. But um, so basically, I do the, the eye roll technique to kind of like drop myself 
down into it and I'm addressing everything. So earlier you were talking about like the obstacles of, of maybe um, doing this type of work and it might be discipline or something. So if I'm facing a problem with discipline, then that's what I'm indeed journaling on. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if, you know, for me, I would say about that, I would say I always know how to prioritize the most important things in my life my attention immediately goes to the things that are going to move the needle and get me to where I want to be. You know, like, so that's kind of how I remedy each individual challenge. So if I really was facing a massive thing about discipline and uh, then I would do 20 minutes only on that one topic. Right. But normally I kind of cover a bunch of different things. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's super interesting. Um, state is huge. I've, I've done a lot of Tony Robbins' work and I'm working away through one of his programs and all he teaches around state is absolutely fascinating, but it, it, it's so true. And we can actually, we do have the power to change our state. And mm. it, I guess it's something we have to prove to ourselves over time. I mean, usually like today is the last, you know, you've got, we all have chaos going on in our lives. and. I'm moving, moving home today and like there's all sorts of shit and the, the landlord just put in the, uh, the gammiest looking fridge you could ever imagine in your life and you're just like, what are you thinking? On the last day, everything was going great. Uh, there's a flower on it, for God's sake. But, oh, um, <laughs> yeah, it is. But uh, I, I, I kind of lost myself there. But yeah, so, so th- you know, my, my stress levels have peaked a little bit over the last few weeks, especially like I, I realize why they say moving house is one of the most stressful things you can do, especially when you're when you've got everything else going on in your life. And so I was here going, oh, I have to I have, I have to jump off, I have to get home, I have to record the podcast. And like, I don't think I've been excited about getting on and recording any podcast because I'm still challenging my beliefs as to like get get on and have a conversation and have it flow nicely and have it sound good and yeah hopefully mm-hmm. something that's going to value the people who I'm very grateful for listening um you know so you have all that going on in your head and and I might not be the greatest person in the world to, to prepare but I'm you know and then I'm just here going like five minutes before right get into a state just come in with a more energy and then that energy can kind of usually carry me through throughout the the course of the conversation I feel pretty good after it um and then having said that there's times when I haven't done that where I haven't thought about my state and I've just left things too late and and I don't feel I can the flow of the conversation doesn't go as well as I would mm-hmm. would have hoped um mm-hmm. yeah yeah, but that's okay too, you know, like when, even if we have to bring ourselves back, um, you know, and, and come back from, let's say, panicked thoughts or whatever, even if we have to do that 100 times a day, it doesn't matter. What matters is we are actually getting in the driver's seat of our own lives and trying to create the life that we want, right? Yeah. So if you only have to do that one time per day, then hey, that's awesome. If you have to do it 100 times a day, then that is also okay, because that is just how it is. And having the acceptance around what's going on, but still taking action for the things that you can do, 
rather mm. than sitting back and just being a victim and staying stuck in that state for the entire day. Yeah, and it, to those listening, don't beat yourself up for not being Superman. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, exactly. We all go through shit in our head, and the sooner you learn about it, the sooner you can take action about it, but there is a process, there is a timeline with it, um, and if you have a shitty day tomorrow, it can always be a better one. Exactly, it's a process. It's a process and, you know, we deserve to have the best life that we can possibly have. And by investing in your self-belief, you are really setting yourself up for success with that, you know. Sometimes yeah, I feel 100%. like we can be, yeah, we can be too reactive in life and think, okay, well, this is my lot. I've just got to deal with it. But there is actually quite a lot of stuff that we can do something about and our self-belief is something we can change where we are all as adults walking around this earth with the conditioning that our parents and society have put on us but do we want to stick with the self-belief that oh everything i do is always shit because nothing was ever good enough for your father you want to keep that for decades and decades after no maybe you want to break through that maybe you want to feel like yeah i am enough yeah. right so that's where we can take charge and we can start to rewrite and reprogram some of these limiting self-beliefs that, that are there that maybe they don't belong to us. Maybe uh, they're outdated. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd be interested to get your thoughts on this. One thing, you know, so I think like belief, confidence, um, all the self, self stuff, you know, the, we want the, the positive self affirmations. But what I see is a lot of people are afraid to look inwards, not necessarily afraid, but just it's more confusing. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. in the age of the internet and social media, for sure, Instagram, like all the big channels, Facebook, YouTube, whatever. I think we're seeing so many people try to find that confidence or that belief in themselves by seeking out external validation mm -hmm. and you see yes. you see your peers i mean like actual peers who are just like they're no different than you and they have staggering success online um mm -hmm. and followers a following of thousands sometimes hundreds of thousands like one of my good friends is she like she's approaching 2 million on in, on YouTube and she's amazing mm. but it's it's like you they're so close to you these kind of people and like mm -hmm. you know the ones that you don't know but you feel like you do know them they're so close mm -hmm. to you and we all I'm not going to say we all but many people we're told, you know, you can, it's easy to be the captain of your own ship, make your own life, become an entrepreneur, uh, become an influencer, what, what, whatever, all these number of things, basically live a life in your terms. And if you're not living your life in your terms, what's your problem? Like there's so many opportunities to live life in your terms. Why are you going working a nine to five job and all that shit? And it kind of pisses me off, even though I kind of, I'm one of the, I'm not like, you know, if you're miserable in a job, get the fuck out. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with working a nine to five. And I, I hate that that's kind of used as a scapegoat to make people feel yes. kind of shitty than, about yeah. their life. Yeah. And then the result of that is they're, 
their limiting beliefs in themselves, their lack of confidence, their, their doubts, everything comes to the surface at force. And we're seeing mm -hmm. people suffering with anxiety on unprecedented numbers ever um, yeah. before in history. And, and now I think one of the things that people are doing to claw their way out of it is they're looking, they're going to Instagram, uh, they're going to, to Facebook, they're, they're putting up, they're, they're doing all, you know, the vulnerability thing, which is now essentially mm -hmm. become a commodity. And it's kind of, kind of sucks because it takes the authenticity yeah. out of it. And yeah. The, yeah. you get like super successful people really just taking the piss and it works. Um, but that, because of that, the other people are being sold that model and then they, they expect all this validation to come their way. They expect to feel really good, but their their numbers don't stack up. They we don't they don't get nearly as many likes. They start to and and as a result actually it it flattens their belief more. It it, it crushes their confidence more than they've ever before. All their self doubts and everything is just over pronounced and it, like it's the it's the irony of it all you like this you think this is going to kind of heal you and make your life better and it it destroys you it destroys your mm -hmm. psyche and your mental health mm. what, what do you think about that <laughs> <laughs> so that's that, a big can of worms right there and what i think about those worms is this whenever you do find yourself comparing your what you do to what someone else does you've got to kind of catch yourself mid-moment like don't let that train of thought get more speed and then you're you're like stuck in this cycle of like despair of why am i so shit why have they got this success like if you can catch yourself in the midway of that process and and then identify okay maybe i'm not born for that maybe i'm born for this i'm gonna do me and they can do them and you know i'm still good at what i do and you have to bolster your own self-belief so if ever you do get triggered by something else that you see on the outside it's like a it's like a warning flag of like hey there's a little bit more work to do over here mm -hmm. right yeah. so each time that comes up you just got to try and and remedy it within your own head and say yeah. you know i am good enough i don't need that amount of praise from the outside because i'm going to praise myself because i believe in myself yeah um, that's where you got to do the work so it's just like you just got to do the fucking work you know mm. on your own self and not and if you of course it's natural to look outside of yourself yeah but, you, but as as buddha said comparison is the thief of all joy yeah and but we can't help but do it but when you find yourself doing it you just quickly stop you don't gonna go okay yeah i'm comparing and then you keep doing it for 20 more minutes yeah right i mean we you gotta can't. start you just gotta looking be, yeah you gotta be more. strict with yourself and be like no fuck that i'm not gonna do that to myself and the other thing nikki i would say to that is as well like treat yourself as if you would treat a friend so just say you were having coffee with a friend and they were like, oh, hey, Nikki, did you see this other person has got one million followers? This, you know her, right? How come you don't have one million YouTube followers? Would, would that person say to you, oh, my God, it's because your message isn't clear. It's because you don't have this, because you don't have that. No, they would be like, hey, come on, dude, don't worry. Just keep going. Keep following your path. Stay true to yourself and you're going to get there. You're going to walk your own path. You're going to be fine. 
but mm. we talk ourselves down 10 times worse than what anyone would dare do to us. And we yeah. speak to ourselves like, you know, like we were yeah. our own worst enemy. Yeah, we're right? not so anyone. We just there's a lot of shit yeah, exactly. out on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, there's plenty of people doing that too. But you know what I mean? You've got a to friend, just a friend, a friend, extend. a friend. You, you've got to treat yourself like a cherished and beloved friend and yeah. say supportive and loving stuff to them and not talk down to them. Yeah, absolutely. I'm 100% on board with that. Uh, it's crazy mm. how much we beat ourselves up. And, and, yeah, right. And just like, you know, for what? It really just... Yeah. It makes your short time here, which really doesn't yeah. matter in the grand scheme of things. It yeah. makes it shit, and you could just be yeah. like, let go and start enjoying it. And but I think yeah, it's a key to start look inwards and and stop looking outwards all the time. There's yeah. way too many of us looking outward. I do it myself. I'm not gonna say I'm perfect in any of this. By the way, I never sure. like you know me, we're all still neither. figuring yeah. this shit out as we go. Um, so if I if I came to you right because you work with people that have belief problems yes. right so when you help fix Basically that and sort anything, that out anything comes back to self belief you know yeah what no matter what it is so I work with lots of people on remedying these limiting self beliefs with whatever it is that they're experiencing in the outside on the surface level of their life yeah I'm working with the beliefs. Yeah. And, and so, so what's the process for that? I mean, I don't expect you to go too deep and yeah. hypnotize the me process. here. But no, so although I got some shit. <laughs> yeah, we all do. Oh, yeah, right? Joking. Humans. I'm perfect. There's no, there's no shortage of like issues. <laughs> totally. Um, so the process is um, it's really just getting out of your conscious mind and into the subconscious. It feels like a progressive relaxation, let's say at the end of a yoga class where the teacher's like, relax your shoulders, relax your arms, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's just a nice gentle process. Um, and then once the conscious mind is out of the way, we're just really working on what the intention is. So for example, someone might say, okay, look, I'm just tired of living the life of a hermit. I'm just crippled by this anxiety and I want to be free. I want to be able to socialize. I want to get back and work and get into the workforce. So whatever it is that someone wants to work on, we basically just look at what's blocking them from that. And in any case, it's always a self-belief. It's like, I'm not good enough. I'm not safe. I'm not this. I'm not that, you know, no matter what topic is that we're working on. Maybe it's sexuality that I've worked on with people or even getting over childhood abuse and, you know, smoking, overeating, phobias, blah, blah, blah. Anxiety as well, actually, because anxiety is like well known for, for being so treatable with hypnosis. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so whatever it is that we're working on, we just really get to the root in this subconscious state, which feels like a meditation. But there's a really quick and easy way that you can do that for yourself as well. Are we going to do like, the, the eye trick yeah, here now? Yeah, yeah. So, so if if I wake up in the middle of the night and I start to feel the cogs of my brain turning over, yeah, I, I just drop down and do this. Or even if I'm at the dentist and I'm starting to get uncomfortable, or if I'm working on my computer and I can't do something and I'm saying to myself, oh my God, Ronnie, you're so shit at finance. And then I, I drop down with this little eye technique. So how you do it is this. You keep your face exactly where it is. You don't tilt your jaw up. You keep it where it is. But with your eyes only, you scroll them all the way up and find a place to look at on the ceiling. It's almost as if you're looking into your own eyebrows. 
but you don't look so far so high up that you're straining your eyes if that's the case just bring them back a bit and as you just focus on that spot you take a nice deep inhale and keeping your eyes focused on that spot just very slowly and gently close your eyelids down over the top so keeping your eyes up as you close them down and anyone who's listening can try that for themselves except if you're driving except if you're driving yeah that's definitely not okay so you'll feel that fluttering back and forth that um that movement behind the eyelids and if you're not sure if you feel that you can even touch your eyes to your fingertips and that is rem and rapid eye movement and the only time that humans do that yeah is in hypnosis or in sleep so at the second at which your eyes start doing the rem already your brainwave pattern has changed down from something that's yeah it's from something that's very up and down and like this to something that's more like a very gentle wave if you were looking at an image and just that small technique this is called a rapid hypnosis induction and you can do it yourself so even when i'm starting a meditation and i put it on i do that at the start yeah i do it anytime during the day I actually, yeah, uh, it's like, really cool. I, I'm not you. I, I actually felt more relaxed after that. It was kind of cool. Yeah, right. Okay. So from that moment, it's just a case of deepening. You yep, know what yeah, I mean? So this is already hypnosis. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing. It's a scientific thing. You can Google rapid induction and that's it. It's the, it's the eye roll technique. It's really very cool. It drops you down instantly, getting you out of your head and into the subconscious. So for anyone listening who suffers from anxiety, that is a really cool trick to, to just hack your subconscious, to, to really drop down, get out of your head and into your heart. Yeah, you can I'm do doing this it here. I should probably time. continue with the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could have a nice deep conversation on that level, right? Yeah. You get straight to the point. With your, with your conscious mind out of the way, things get a lot clearer. So if you're trying to make a decision, if you're trying to just get out of your head and stop thinking on that cycle of negativity, it's a really amazing hack. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so... Th- Two two quick things I ha- I have written down here with a big star beside of future self. So uh, any idea of why I have a big star beside that is yeah, we were talking about we were talking about about how to create the life you want or even just a part of the life you want. So, yeah. Okay, give me an example of what one of your listeners might want in term in relation to anxiety. They might want what? Okay, well I think. Uh, most people want anxiety out of their lives altogether and I, I think that's okay, a so really on that's a really on a healthy no that's what they do want anxiety out no, of their but life that's a negative they, they yeah, want so anxiety the, out of their life but yeah. what do they want for example I want to feel calm I want to what oh uh, um, I want to be able to get through my work day comfortably Okay, so I want to get through my workday comfortably. Yeah, there's a lot of work anxiety out there. Yeah, okay, I want to get through my workday comfortably. That is perfect. So that that first thing I did there is reframing it from what you don't want, right? I don't want anxiety to what you do want, which is I do want a comfortable workday, right? That's key. 
That's key. Forget about what you don't want. The more attention you put on what you don't want, the more you're going to get that. Mm-hmm. And right? I, I 100% agree. That's what I was saying. That that's unfortunately, I think that's the problem. We come at we want anxiety out of our lives, yeah. and that like that was me for 13 years, and anxiety just kept fucking winning, like Chasing knocking yeah, me down like tied to you. time and again. Like it all kind of comes back yeah. to acceptance. But um, yeah, yeah. So what? Think about what you do want. For example, okay, today I want to get through the work day. And then by bringing your future self, imagine that you already have that. Imagine that you are sailing through the day calm. You're able to do everything that you want to do. You have that beautiful sensation that you want to have in your life. When I talk about bringing the future self who has that, don't just like want that, but bring the energy of someone who already has that. Mm -hmm. Right? There's a very subtle difference there. It's don't ever get too deep into this wanting you've got to just bring the future self in that you imagine already has it so you're basically just raising your vibration to out of the state of wanting into the state of having mm-hmm. right so how do you feel when you have an amazing work day if you close your eyes with that trick and you, you bring that into to being okay how do you feel you feel accomplished you feel confident you feel um you know all of these amazing things you feel like yeah i did that and and i got through the day without anxiety so when you embody those future self characteristics that's how you really do change your state that's how you raise your vibration to to get the thing that you do want does that make sense yeah that's cool yeah yeah so that's the future self yeah, bring awesome. your future self into being. And and that's also what I do with the journaling, what I was talking about before when I sit down with my journal. If I'm remedying, like I spoke about before, maybe procrastination or um, or what was it that we said about, about motivation and stuff like that, if I'm remedying that, I'll bring the future self that is motivated and I'll write from that perspective. Mm. I love being and energized to do all of the things that are important to me so that's me bringing my future self into that that writing yeah. into that journaling and that's how I can change my state and anyone can do that and even if it's just a micro change even if it's just a tiny increment at least you're flexing that that muscle of self-healing yeah that's that's really cool I I, I do that like a kind of branded as perspective right but i like if i'm going through a shitty time or i've had a shitty day or just things aren't going going how i planned it and then i always kind of i i always have to change my environment first of all go for a walk Mm. and within time i'll pull my head out my ass and just kind of realize that this this problem that you're giving so much energy and focus to right now is a little bit of an inconvenience and nothing more um, unless you allow it to become more and most of the times we allow it to become more and you know if we don't stop that if we don't interrupt those patterns there's gonna you know that mm-hmm. le- that leads to some serious shit down the line absolutely Nikki yeah right Rani what kind of three tips would you give someone dealing struggling with anxiety right now 
So my top three tips that I would would share would be would be use that hack mind hack with the eye roll technique to get out of your head. That's essential. Number two, it. yeah, it's really cool. Use it for anything. Use it when you catch yourself saying some negative bullshit talk to yourself. Use it when you find yourself waking up in the middle of the night and you want to get back to sleep. Use it at the dentist. Use it at the start of a meditation. Anytime you want to drop down out of your head and into your heart, keep your face where it is, scroll up with your eyes, focus on that spot, take a deep breath in, and then as you exhale, you just very slowly close your eyelids down over the top, keeping your eyes looking up as if you're looking into your own eyebrows. And once you feel that back and forth, REM, you've already changed your brainwave state. <clears throat> okay. Uh, and and so, one, can I just interject there for a second just to yeah, the, the listeners? If you are going to try this, please commit to trying it. Don't just do it a couple of times and give up because you don't get it right and your, your, your whole physiology and your world outlook isn't changed, hasn't changed completely. It takes time, so commit to it for a while and also don't start jumping around like a gummy bear looking for other cures and other things because you're just going to overwhelm yourself and nothing will work. So if you are going to try mm -hmm. it, try it, commit to it, give it the time it, it requires and then watch it work for you and there'll be no looking mm -hmm. back. But there's way too much jumping around with this stuff. Like find what works for you mm -hmm. and go with it. Continue. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm glad you said that. Thanks so much. It's really important to, to have that um, intention to commit. And so the second thing that I would say for, for people is to not look for Band-Aid solutions. Look deeper. Like even perspective that you were talking about before, that can actually just be a thought or a way of looking at things. Mm -hmm. Look for ways in which you can take everything deeper to the belief level right? Because it's a thought level that's getting us all in trouble in the first place when it comes to anxiety and all of these mood disorders. It's the thoughts. So we've got to drop it down to the belief level. So you can notice, notice what your patterns are. Notice what are the, the repeated thoughts that keep coming up and then remedy that, right? So that's kind of a two-part thing. That's, that's notice what these thoughts are, remedy them and get out of the thought level and into the belief level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then the third thing I would say is treat yourself like a cherished friend, right? Stop talking bullshit to yourself and treating yourself like an enemy. We've got to be our own cheerleader. We've got to, to talk ourselves up. We've got to be the one that's going to support us. No one is going to stand there and say, come on, you can do it, blah, blah, blah. We have to say that, say that to ourselves. Yeah, that's so true. Um, yeah. Especially when you're when you're dealing with the depression or anxiety or any mood disorder or like you know we do it the people who don't suffer with this stuff do it as well but we we can very quickly feel sorry for ourselves and just like and one of the the strategies unfortunately and it becomes a subconscious addiction nearly we beat up ourselves and we just like mm -hmm fucking destroy our own psyche and just because it's we believe we need that punishment but that only leads to further problems down the road so if you actually really want to remedy it start being nice to yourself 
you deserve it yeah exactly but not on like i said not on a thought level it has to be on a belief level mm -hmm. you know like like if you say oh my god i'm such a bad person why the hell did i say that you've got to remedy that mm. i am a beautiful person with the best intentions and everyone makes mistakes you know yeah yeah so take the time to put in the work and you can absolutely change your life um, yeah like like a minimum of 20 minutes every day is what I think we should be putting into our own self-care and I mean I mean mentally you know like on this belief level on this subconscious level yeah. okay if you look at all the time we spend let's say exercising which is definitely important but look at all the time we spend you know going to the hairdresser or um you know doing all these other things we invest so much time on you know scrolling through other people's feeds on instagram and facebook but we're not spending 20 minutes doing our own inner work and yeah. setting ourselves up for success you know like that's crazy and then you sit around complaining that you're depressed or anxious or this or that when you're not yeah. taking enough action so at least 20 minutes a day of investing just think about that that abraham lincoln quote right the four the give me four hours to chop down a tree i'm going to spend three and a half hours sharpening the axe right yeah and starting is it, your axe, yeah and starting is always the hardest it's like it's you know, it's natural to feel like shit when you're suffering with this stuff. So don't beat yourself yeah. up more about it because you haven't started before. You haven't yeah. got a grip of this. It takes time. Be nice to yourself yeah. always. And, you know, just 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 yeah. make just put in the effort like it doesn't have to. You don't have to set out to climb Mount Everest. Um, no. You know, just no. just like for some people, it'll be just getting up in the morning and walking to the shops, and that's a that's an absolutely yes. crushing. Whatever it. it is, yeah, yeah. And you know, you don't always have to feel like something in order to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, if if we were to sit around and wait till we felt like something, then we could be waiting for a whole year before we actually put on our shoes and walk to the shop. You know, I, my advice is like figure out what it is that you want in your life, and make that your goal and that's non-negotiable so you might decide okay whether i feel like it or not i am i'm definitely getting outside the house every single day or whatever it is for each individual person think about what it is you want and make that your non-negotiable like so for example for me it's not negotiable for me to leave the house without having a cup of tea it's not negotiable for me to leave the house without putting on a bra you know like these are just fundamental things right so we take those things for granted and the same with the inner work. It is non-negotiable for me to spend 20 minutes a day, like weekdays only, doing this inner work so that I can mm. have the strength to create the life I want. And everyone wants a different life, but we all deserve to have the life we want. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, that, that's a great place to leave it. Self-care, it's an investment. It's not a cost. Put the time in to look mm. after yourself and everything in life will be better. And I thank yeah. you so much. I've, I've loved chatting with you. Um, where can people find you? So they can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube under my name, which is Rani Marie, R-A-N-I-M-A-R-E-E. -E. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Send me a message, leave comments. I reply to everyone. So I'd be happy to answer any questions or help with anyone. I also do free 30 minute sessions. Um, if anyone wants to, to jump on a call and talk about how we can, you know, 
change those self-beliefs and, and really get you moving in the direction that you want for your own self, whatever that may be. Awesome. Love it. Uh, we will. I'll put all that in the show notes as well. All the links will be in there. And um, it's been awesome talking to you. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you so much, Nikki. I really love what you're doing and your message is so important. So thank you so much for inviting me on. My pleasure. And thank you to everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. Have a great day. Bye.